0: in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. There are those moments when somebody says something that shoots through you like a lance, a phrase that never leaves you. I hope you know what I mean. It's exactly the opposite of the kind of waffle that the poor people at St. Marylebone are used to getting from me. But a very wise priest once said in my hearing, in the end, we have to decide whether we are going to be life givers or death dealers. In the end, we have to decide whether we are going to be life givers or death dealers. And his phrase has never left me. I wonder if the early church in Ephesus was in interregnum when St. Paul wrote to them, waiting on a visit from a besandled archdeacon. St. Paul looks at all our messy humanity square in the face and does not flinch. All those ways of being, he says, that have been our ways. All those ways of being that we can so easily slip back into. They are not, he tells us, our future. They just aren't, and they mustn't be. Ultimately, all that ego and greed and abuse of one another are, as the epistle says, deluded and corrupt, unfit for purpose broken instead we are reminded every time we pass through the door of church, pass the font and take the waters of our baptism from the stoop that we have been renewed marked with a seal for the day of redemption we have been forgiven and are called we are told to live out that grace, building up, forgiving, with steadfastness in kindness and perseverance in tender-heartedness. This, the epistle says, we learn from Christ. But even more than that, we are clothed in Christ. We are to be covered, drenched, pickled, In Jesus, we might say, until we cannot see any of the old self, because only the new one seeps from every pore. So clothed are we with Christ. Imagine what a church like that would be. And for myself, every day, when in myriad ways I fail to live this out, and lapse back into the delusion of lust and fear and ego and anger and bitterness and slander and everything else that St Paul lists that I tick off mostly before lunch. I thank God that at least some of the time Father Eric's words help me to see those ways for what they are. In the end, We have to decide if we're going to be life-givers or death-dealers. And which is it? There's an important coda to this with which I will finish. Thanks be to God, in the face of our sinful and messy humanity, we are not called to screw up all of our power and bully ourselves into becoming good not least because it doesn't work. We don't become the people we are called to be by increasing self-scrutiny and constriction. It is not so much ourselves we have to look at, but Jesus. In heaven, we will not be perfect because we have scrubbed ourselves and unknotted all of our personality defects. We will be perfect because we will be full of God. We will see and know and need nothing but him. And we begin this now. We as people, we as a parish church and the church universal are called to look at Jesus until we have no room in our vision No room in our relationships with God and self and each other. No room in our lives and work and home. No room for anything that is not the life that he is giving us in those places. And all that which is less than him, less than real. All that is, as St. Paul tells us, delusion and corruption. All the ways in which we mirror and update that list from the prophet Amos. Abuse of others in home and church and work, in business, on the streets, on the internet. All that is unkind or hard-hearted and theft and anger and bitterness and malice and all that deals death and does not build up. All that will no longer be at home in us. It's power gone. Like scary shadows in a child's bedroom when you turn the light on. We won't have slain the beast in some bloody fight to the death. We will simply have spent our lives and we know that it does take a lifetime. Putting on Christ until we are, as I said, pickled in Jesus. All that is not him will be exposed for what it is. In the reading of scripture and times of silent prayer during the week. In a life nourished by the grace of God's sacraments. And as we have the gift this evening, time simply spent looking on him and he on us. To literally fill our vision with him until we have nothing else because then we'll have everything.